0: Co-worker of yours.
1: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, May the 12th. As we come off a Phillies victory last night, a long, long Phillies victory, a long baseball game last night. The Phillies pulled out, winning six to two, and uh, I mean, honestly, for the most part, a semi-comfortable win, uh, which is. Not something we've seen too many of. I mean, this Phillies team as we know, you know, we know the seven one run games in a row and obviously the heartbreakers we've had and it's rare that one kind of just uh you know, you 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 get a lead, you hang on to the lead, you add some insurance runs late, like just not a classic twenty twenty one Philadelphia Phillies victory, but hey, it was nice. Now the game took forever. There were, like, somewhere, and this is not a, a definitive number, I'm going to take a guess, but somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to 10,000 foul balls in the, the course of the game. It was unbelievable. It was like every pitch was fouled off. It was crazy. We had, like, many 10 pitched bats that fell. Like it was like, oh, my goodness, the, the one, the the Trey Turner-Jose Alvarado bat was, like, 14, 15 pitches. It was nuts. Um so and it, and it was cruising for like five innings. It felt like oh this game's gonna be a quick one, and then all of a sudden it's eleven o'clock and the game's ending and it's like wow, that uh went longer than I expected. <laughs> but hey, whatever it takes to get to the end of a Phillies victory, I am I'm am here for it. I am here for it. Uh, we needed it, obviously after coming off those last two in Atlanta. You know, again we obviously. Over the last two days, you know, having the off day Monday, the reaction day to Sunday, and then the off day on uh, on Monday uh, to react on Tuesday, just a lot of time to um, sit and stew in the the bummer of uh, of a series in Atlanta. And again, you know, obviously as we talked about, but um, how you know these two games kind of just took away all the excitement from the five game winning streak prior as it just kind of sucked all the life and energy out of it, the way it happened. But you know, the, the loss on Saturday night, you know, obviously again, we've talked about it the the most probably the worst one in the last few years, but at the same time, it's also one that, you know, that it's going to happen. You're going to have those just horrendous nights where things just can't go your way for some reason. But, um, the the Sunday one, you know, they just didn't compete, and that's the frustrating one. um From a different perspective, obviously, but at the same time, you know, also at the end of seventeen straight days of baseball on the road, all that stuff, uh, I get it. But I mean, obviously, Aaron Nola, We talked a ton yesterday about how he just flat out did not live up to what you wanted him to be in that game. But also, you know, I, I don't think we gave enough. Uh, Enough. Um, uh, I guess crab's the word to the offense as well. <laughs> enough gave enough crap, I suppose, um, as they obviously were horrendous as well. Only putting up the one run in the first inning. The first batter, Andrew McCutcheon, goes yard, and then nothing the rest of the game. You know, nine shutout innings essentially <laughs> after that uh, that over for the Nationals pitching. Um, excuse me, the Braves pitching. Huascar and Noah. Shutting the Phillies down and then the bullpen as well. So um, it was just a a frustrating loss top to bottom as in the the team really didn't really show up for it. Um, But last night, it was nice to see them back and show up and handle business, especially. Look, they you come into a series, a three game series in Washington. You have Chase Anderson, Zach Wheeler and Zach Eflin on the hill. You say, all right, if we could steal that Anderson game, hmm, that could be cool. It could be fun and look we know the Phillies right especially on the road I mean we just saw it in the Braves series they come out win that first game and then they 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 find a way to just break your heart in the next two so is it possible That's what happens tonight and tomorrow in Washington of course it is but you know uh, they did look good last night and they wanted Chase Anderson to start and I feel really good about having Affleck and Wheeler on the hill the next two days that you know, if I can just win one of those two, if I can find a way to win one of the the starts of those two you guys, I'm feeling pretty good with a with a win in a road series. I mean, what a insane thought that is. I don't know if the Phillies know they're allowed to win a road series. We'll find out. You know, I hope. Right. Um, um, so uh, a good start nonetheless to the road series. As a, uh, it's a series in Washington. As uh, again, um, just played good baseball last night. Some. Tough moments. Joe Girardi, we'll get to you, sir. Um, and, uh, you know, some some tense moments, as it were. The Jose Alvarado inning, we'll, we'll dive into the whole thing, but the Jose Alvarado inning, even Hector at the end, it wasn't really close. Again, they won 6 2, but, you know, we made it a little scary. Um, but um, ultimately, able to, for the most part, uh, a comfortable victory for the most part of the game, obviously, again, um, did cough it up a little bit in between in the, the middle innings there and made it a little scarier than we would hope. But um, they win, and it was big, and they needed it coming off those two Braves losses. So uh, let's dive into it. Let's look back at last night's game, how how it unfolded. It was actually a really fun baseball game to watch in a lot of sense. There was a lot going on. And, again, it was a really close game until the very end. Um, it wasn't until the eighth inning that the Phillies broke it open. Um, you know, it was three, nothing, uh, for a couple innings, you know, it was two, nothing for an inning. It was one, nothing for a couple innings. And then it was three, two for a few innings. So, you know, it was more often than not a close baseball game. And, uh, you just had a lot of, a lot of stuff happening in it. Um, and again, a lot of good at bats, you know, and it ended up obviously taking the game late into the evening, but, but there were a lot of good at bats, a lot of battles, um, and ultimately, again, the Phillies came out on top, which is, you know, I think gonna make the game a lot more fun from from a Phillies fan perspective than uh, than than from a Nationals fan perspective. The Phillies got on the board early. Bryce Harper, uh, the dude, just goes back to Washington and, and rakes. Uh, it seems like the the booze from the Washington fans um, definitely don't hinder him. They fuel him. Harper goes yard in the first, just a blast off the second deck out there it was just a monster shot. I have a quick tangent. Uh, I don't understand the booing of Bryce Harper if you're watching Nationals fans like um your team lowballed him in an offer. Uh what do you want the guy to do? I mean, I don't you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. All that guy did was play play hard for you, he built your franchise essentially, you know, helped you go to the playoffs multiple years. And look, if you if, if it was the whole boom in 2019 thing where, you know, the first year he left and it's like, all right, you know, I get it. He, he didn't choose us. Even, you know, it's hard for people to, to blame their own team rather than blaming the player. I get it. Um, but they won the World Series in 2019. Like you're still booing the guy. Whatever you won the world series, if he stays, maybe you don't. Who the hell knows how the world plays out? What the butterfly effect is, so to speak. Like, just take your world series and be happy. And don't boo the guy who helped build your franchise and gave his youth to you. And I, I don't know, was always a good guy there and worked hard, does what he does here or there. And I don't know, it just uh, I just Nats fans are lame. That's I think my overall take on the situation, Nats fans. Lame. That's how I feel. Um, all right, uh, back to the game. As uh, Phillies do get out to the one nothing lead early on the Bryce Harper omer huge, huge. Nice to see because they would need all the runs they could get. As we would find out later, luckily they they did get a few. Um, but Harper um, gets him going in the first, and then in the third, uh, the Phillies did. I if you know if you want to find a complaint, they score six runs, but left way too many runners on base in this game uh, as. Just multiple opportunities bases loaded no outs in one situation we get to they left two on with one out in another situation uh I think eight runners left on base just not a uh productive job from that department, which has been a a problem for this team I mean that's certainly been one of the the bugaboos so to speak of this offense has been that they have been unable to convert consistently with runners on base. Ultimately, they do get one in in the third. Uh, Reese Hoskins just a really nice piece of hitting. His Hoskins has not been great lately. Struggled. He did have that hit and a walk yesterday, so that's something. But um, really, you know, one for four. Um, didn't look great in a couple of bats, but but that was a nice hit there. I kind of went with the pitch, took it to the opposite field, and kind of just plopped it right there in the opposite field, driving around. Oh, made it two to nothing. Then in the fourth, the Phillies would manufacturer run how about it Odubo rare doubles they bunt him over a, a really nice bunt from Chase Anderson Andrew McCutcheon um Andrew McCutcheon uh sack fly three nothing Phillies uh Chase Anderson pitches really well um for a while gets in some trouble when he leaves but ultimately I, I think you, you take what you got from Anderson ultimately he goes five innings gives up two earned runs but um, was five shutout uh, prior, and and that's where we get to the uh, what could have been the um, reason that we pointed back to as this was a loss if it they had lost, and um, so the Phillies load the bases with no outs in the top of the sixth inning. Chase Anderson again has, has looked good to this point. Um, five shutout at that point. Got into a big jam in the first inning, but was able to get out of it. Some nice pitching from him. First and second, no out. Got out of it. Um, But we get to the top of the six. Bases loaded, no outs. Chase Anderson. Spot line comes up. And Girardi doesn't finish it. And Chase Anderson gets out. McCutcheon gets out. Segura, the Phillies do not score in that situation at bases loaded, no outs, no runs. Now you know that sucks. You know, it's something that you can't have. You know you need to find a way to at least get one out of it, and obviously you prefer to get more than that. So uh, it's um, it's frustrating. Uh, it's frustrating to see that happen. Um, but for I just. I can't believe Joe Girardi didn't pinch it in that situation for Chase Anderson. This is a team that has proven that they can blow just about any lead and that, that no amount of runs is enough amount of runs. And look, I know Chase Anderson looked good. He really did five innings. Shut out 70 something pitches, 78, 75, somewhere in that range. 78. I think was a number something like that. Um, And, look, I know he could give you more, right? He could, of course, but he's Chase Anderson. He's Chase Anderson. This wasn't, should we pull Zach Aflin in that spot? And, obviously, even more like Noel or whatever, you wouldn't. But, you know, this wasn't Zach Aflin in that spot. Um, It's Chase Anderson. You got five shutout from him. You take it and run. You say, I can't believe... We got five shutout from Chase. Thank you, Chase. Well done, sir. That's what would happen. He would come out. He would give up a home run to Chase Turner in the next inning and then leave runners on base ends up getting one more credit against him. And it's 3-2 and Jose Everardo comes in and gets out of it. We'll talk about that. Um, but uh, in this spot, just with Alec Bohm on the bench, and obviously Boehm will come in later and get a nice pinch hit RBI, but, man, I just... <sighs> I, it was among the worst decisions Girardi has made so far this season. And and again, well, you know, if you've listened to the show, I've not been a fan of of a fair amount of decisions Joe Girardi has made this season, and, and that one is right up at the top of the list. I mean, it was just... And it's one of those, like, look, you can't you can't take anything really solid from, from social media or judging what people say on Twitter, but... It was one of those things where, you know, it's rare that you find sports issues that, that everyone's united on. It seemed like everyone was convinced that <laughs> it was the right move to pinch it for Chase Anderson there. And it was the right move to pinch it for Chase Anderson there. And, and, it, and you know, luckily, look, it didn't, it didn't backfire on Girardi in the sense that they didn't lose the game. So it's not the end of the world. But it was a, a no-brainer. All right, so we get to the six. Coonrod uh, comes in, clean it, and gets through it. Um seventh, this is where it gets hairy. I was uh ending off there. Um in the seventh, it is still three to two. Bottom seven, Brandon Kinsler comes in, gets a couple outs, puts a runner on. Jose Alvarado time. Gerardi brings in Alvarado. And you know, sometimes you don't know what version of Jose Alvarado you're gonna get because there's the wild and crazy version. Well, we got that guy last night. Oh, one one of those spots where Alvarado, you know, I don't even know if he knew where the ball was going to go. One of his pitches went to the backstop. Another one would have gone to the backstop. If JT hadn't have made a super athletic jump and catch on it. I mean, he was a wild man ultimately in, in a terrifying, uh, terrifying sequence in terms of for Phillies fans, Run, one runner on, he ends up a 15 pitch at bat with, with Trey Turner, I believe, and ends up walking him on the last pitch. Um, and then ends up walking another batter. Base is loaded. You're freaking out. He hasn't thrown a strike in what felt like it in you know, two minutes. <sighs> walk soda, which I was fine with. I was fine with the decision to walk Soto. I would have walked soda there too. That was like a no-brainer. Um, but then uh, ultimately gets a big, 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 big strikeout. Uh, gets out of the inning. The Phillies add some insurance runs in the eighth. The aforementioned, like I said, Alec Boehm comes in to pinch in. RBI double for Boehm. Um uh scoring Herrera who had doubled to start the inning. A nice piece of hitting bomb too. Just kinda took the pitch where it needed to go to right field. Uh Phillies then uh with uh bases loaded. Andrew Knapp steps to the plate. Andrew Knapp Knapp, Knapp, a uh pop to left field. Um scores two the Phillies take a sixteen lead now. Now it was awesome Knapp getting this hit, and, and he is such a... I feel it's just... I have so much more confident with him when he's facing a righty than a lefty. A left-handed... Batting left-handed, Andrew Nav, is just so much better, it feels like. Uh, you know, I haven't done too much research on it, but it, it certainly feels like he is much, much better left-handed than right-handed just from watching the games. Um, or at least better. Um, but comes through in that spot. Now, the frustrating part has nothing to do with Andrew Nav. It's that the reason Andrew Nav's in the game is because the prior inning... Uh, JT takes a foul ball off the knee. Now, obviously he did have his pads on there, but, uh, Alvarado pitching coming in a hundred plus miles an hour, foul ball off the knee, even with the pad hitting it square on the knee, that's incredibly painful. I, I caught my whole life playing baseball and man, I can't even imagine I a mean, hundred miles an hour, uh, off that alone, any foul ball hits you anywhere is going to crash you, but in the knee, square on it did it. Man, it looked like it really, really hurt. Now I uh the fact that he's able to walk and all types of stuff you you assume and hope that it's not something serious, not some sort of break there, you know, ultimately I think he was just really sore and really in pain. Um and, you know, it's concerning in the sense that look, we know how tough JT is, we know what a beast that guy is, so for him to even leave the game it has to be something, you know, a legitimate, you know, uh, painful thing, but let let's hope he's back. Tonight, look, there's a chance with the day game on Thursday. I think the original plan probably to have uh, Nap go on Thursday for the day game with Eflin, which would make sense because, you know, obviously catches Eflin when they can. But um, who knows? It might be Nap tonight. We'll see how it is. That that certainly could be a painful thing for a couple days for JT. We'll see. Um, But, you know, hopefully he's okay, obviously. But it was certainly, man, it looked like it hurt. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, wow, that looks so painful. Um, and, again, I, I really do think that for for it to cause JT to leave the game was, uh, you know, that says something because that dude is a beast. Um, get to the eighth, Connor Brogdon shuts it down. Really nice inning for Brogdon. Um, looking like he's starting to get back to the form from where he was early in the season. I mean, at a point where I thought he was the best pitcher in the bullpen. Um, so you get a clean, nice inning from him. Hector Naris in the ninth, made a little scary, allows a couple base runners, ultimately does not give up a run, gets the job done, not a safe situation, but a needed win. So, you know, I don't, I haven't loved Girardi's naris usage so far this season or just bullpen usage, but uh, um, I do think that in this case, even though you're up 6-2, um, and it's not a quote unquote save situation. I, I'm okay with him using there. so You need a win, you know, coming off those those Braves games. You didn't um, use him on Sunday. You did the off day on Monday. I'm okay with it, but, you know, maybe I would have tried to get by with someone else quicker. But I understand if you don't want to get yourself in a, a spot. Plus, with the Nats top of the order turning it around, there, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And uh, I, I'm okay with it. Ultimately, you needed the win. You got the win. That was a. Again, an important win because this team needed to bounce back. They had just seemingly lost so much momentum with their horror show. Uh, lost Saturday night and then Sunday, just kind of showing up and and not really, um, you know, not really competing, not really contending. And uh, I think that was obviously very frustrating um, uh, for the fans, for sure. Um, but you know, it was nice to see the team kind of say, "All right, you know, we didn't like that either. Uh, we're bouncing back um, and, and looking good." All right, we're gonna. I want to take a quick look at the standings and, and look ahead to the schedule um, coming up for today's game, uh, coming up tonight's game. Uh, but quickly, news out of baseball yesterday: big news that uh, it looks like the uh, there's a chance the Oakland A's might move out of Oakland, as uh, you know they have been trying to get a new stadium there for a while. Um, The Oakland Coliseum, I think, you know, rightly so in terms of they they do need a new stadium. I mean, the Oakland Coliseum is is a football stadium, and even then, not a good one. Um, It's not a good baseball stadium. I've been there for a baseball game like 25, 30 years ago, 28 years ago. something. like I went out to Oakland for a game with my dad, and um, it was horrible then for a baseball game. I can only imagine what it is now. Um, But I also don't know the the situation. I'm not going to. I'll read up on it. I'm going to learn, like, I generally, if you've listened to me talk, you know I'm generally not on the side of the the billionaires and this type of stuff, Um, especially city funding, all that type of stuff. But ultimately, I think um, for now it's just the the fact that Oakland could move is a big story, and uh, it's a big deal. It's going to be something worth watching, and you hope that they can figure it out in Oakland. They've got a – obviously, I know – we all know they were here first, but uh, they've had a, a long and storied history there. They've won World Series titles there, I mean, multiple. Um, so I think that's, uh, you know, I think they should stay in Oakland if they can. That's what I hope happens. I hope they stay in Oakland. I hope. There's an amenable situation where a stadium is able to be built and the uh, maybe the billionaires pay for it themselves. Uh, I'm always a fan of that, but ultimately that uh, – um, they can figure something out because I would hope they they stay there. And um, uh, we'll talk more about it as we learn more about it and see what the situation is, um, and see what happens. But um, I mean, it's funny. I mean, look, look, Oakland's in first place. They're twenty-two and fifteen out in the West and in, uh, in in the AL West. Um, you know, it's tough news. Your team's riding high, you in first place, and uh, and then you find out that uh, they might move on you. Yeah. Not cool. Uh, it would suck to be an A's fan right now. So I definitely feel for them. Quick look at the standings, and we'll get to today's game. Um, just looking around baseball quick before we focus on the NL East, uh, the Red Sox have had a hot start still, still trucking, man, sitting top the NL East with, uh, excuse me, the L East with one of the best records in baseball, um, right there with the A's, um, St. Louis with one of the best records in baseball as well, uh, rest of the AL Chicago out in front in the, uh, AL Central, but the Indians right there with them, it's close. The A's, like I mentioned out in front of the West. Hey, NL Central, St. Louis, who the Phillies, again, took two of three from and then split the two of four in St. Louis, so have won the season series against St. Louis. St. Louis is uh, in first place in El Central playing good baseball. And the Brewers are in second, so two teams the Phillies handled for, for what that's worth. I don't know if it's worth anything, but it's something, right? It's something worth mentioning. Uh, NL West, Gabe, the Giants, still out in front. How about those Giants with the, right there with the best record in baseball? The Giants just continue crashing at the Padres uh, slightly out in front of the Dodgers as those three teams, uh, um, you know, I certainly don't think this is the order people expect right now, and I'm sure it'll change, obviously. But um, fun to watch right now. Look, the Dodgers have a worse record than the Phillies at the moment, you know. Um, or, excuse me, they're right there with the, the Phillies. Um, so, you know. It's uh, not all is lost. And then, of course, in the NL East, uh, the Phillies sitting at 19-17, one game back of the Mets. The Mets at 17-13. Mets, a big win last night. They were down in the bottom of the ninth by a run. end up winning by a run. That's frustrating. Uh, the Braves, uh game and a half back of the Phillies. Uh, Marlins, a few back of them, and then Washington, a, a half game uh, or a game back of, uh, uh, excuse me, three and a half back of the Phillies there. So nice to see. Out in front a little bit. Um, Let's win again tonight, and then we can start to really think about it. Tonight's Feet of Night, Zach Wheeler on the hill. You love to see it, Wheeler. Obviously, uh, really great in the last outing. We hope he can give us another one. Zach Wheeler against Johnny Lester. Yes, that John Lester with the Nats. Um, So you have a massive pitching advantage. John Lester is not old-school John Lester anymore. He's old, and he's over the hill for the most part. Obviously, uh, the kind of guy I'm sure the Phillies will – find a way to, to struggle against right but uh hopefully not and wheeler if they can if he can be wheeler you're in good shape so fingers crossed maybe we're talking about a series win on the road tomorrow wouldn't that be something either way we'll be back until then thank you for listening to another edition Phillies stay right here on the phillies 24 7 network